T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris, and we have hit episode number 52. 52. Now that sounds like a random arbitrary number. But for a podcast that has been doing an episode every single week since we started, that means that this is either the final or the first. I don't know how that works. I'm going to go ahead and say the final because next week is going to be a little bit more of a special episode. Yeah, so that'll be the first. Let's stick with final. This is the final episode of our first year of podcasts. And next week, we said last week we were going to go to Grants of Wrath and do an episode with Mike Hunsaker, and that got pushed off to next week. So that will be most likely, I'm not going to promise it because things change, yep. most likely next week's episode to kick off year two of Beers on Us, but this week will be our final episode of our first year. And you know what? No, we're not going to do some generic best of our year and go back and look at all these things, although that might have been a good idea if we thought about it. Although but. I did tease it. I was like, hey, Mike, you should totally do this work, and I'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I totally went, and I forgot that he said that already yeah. because I don't want to do all that work. Um, so maybe at some point we'll do kind of a, a recap of our first year plus in, in maybe the next couple of weeks. But we do have a very interesting topic on the podcast today that was a birth child of Patrick Harris's brain last night. Yeah, it was one of those things that just popped in the brain. I was like, hey, I got an idea. So it's based off of what I did last weekend, and that was I had friends visiting and was bringing them to various breweries. Mm-hmm. So today's episode will be the Oregon Beer Tour Guide, which is what you do, where you go, what are the best places to go to bring friends or family to breweries if they're visiting. Yeah. And it's kind of an overarching broad theme because there's all sorts of places you can obviously go. But I think there's a couple of uh, maybe more narrow places we can look at that kind of work for first visits or second visits or something like that because they're very different Mm -hmm. when people come back and want to visit again and try different breweries. So that's going to be in the episode today. You can find us all over the place, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, 1080thefan.com, Omni, that's where you can find the podcast. Wherever you find us, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, all that helps us. And then also you can find us on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter, Patrick's at PDD085 on Instagram, and the Beers on Us Instagram is at Beers on Us. And we've been both posting pictures on there actually fairly frequently. I'm proud of both of us for remembering to do that, yeah. although you actually have Instagram, whereas yeah. this is my first. This is my first foray into Insta. So for me, I'm just proud that I'm taking pictures at all. And I forgot to take some this weekend, too. But uh, follow us on there and then shoot us some comments and stuff. We've been responding and liking and all that kind of stuff. And then keep sending us your beers that you're drinking on social media outside of that page or on that page, too, if you want as well. So that's where you can find us. Uh, Before we get into the tour guide stuff, though, my weekend beer, I teased it last week was I had friends visiting. Yep. And they had, th- these friends had kind of, have been here multiple times, so it, it was kind of a exercise of where have you not gone yet? And what 
do you want to do with the beer drinking? Like, what kind of beer do you want? So neither of them have been to Hood River. And one of them had been to Astoria. The other one had not. And the one who had been to Astoria is not really a beer drinker. So it was more just a trip to go see a cool little town and kind of walk around and stuff. So that's what we did. We went to Hood River on the first day they got here. And we did Double Mountain, Frame, Ferment. And we went across the river to White Salmon and did everybody's brewing. And then on That's Saturday, a That's we, a day. it is a day. Trust me. <laughs> uh, and Saturday we went to Astoria and did uh, Bowie and Fort George. So it was our first trip to ferment. And I actually, it's funny. I liked it a lot. I see the Freem influence mm-hmm. a ton because it is a guy from Freem who went and started that. Uh, the view is way better because you're up on the second floor, Ooh. which means you can actually see the river. And at Frame, you can't really see the river because you're just on the first floor. You like know it's there. Yeah. You can look out and you're like, oh, I know the river's there. Yeah, I and know I can the, see the other side. Yeah, I can see the cars parked in front of me. And sometimes some you grass. can see windsurfers and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I do. I mean, they do have that little second deck area, which I bet you can see better from. But the entirety of Ferment's restaurant is up on the second deck. You have to walk up the stairs. The brewery is on the first floor and the restaurant's upstairs. Gorgeous views all over the place. Uh, cool, cool inside. I see the Freem influence because the beer reminded me a lot of Freem. Mm. It was, it was, I'll still say Freem is better, but I, I saw the influence and saw kind of what they were doing with it. So uh, that was really cool. Yeah, I've yet to be out there. I've had some of their package stuff. It's been a while since I've had some of their package stuff. I almost grabbed one of theirs, one of their beers for beer of the week, but I know you were just out there, so I'll wait on that. Uh, yeah, definitely on my list of something I need to go to. Yeah, my friend who came to visit vomited on the first day. That's what you were saying, out the car window? Yeah, so uh, he's not one. I mean, he's a big beer guy, but I don't think he drinks regularly. So first day here, four breweries in one day. Yeah, baby. And I think, didn't say as much, but this tends to be a thing that people do, and uh, me included. He tried to keep up with me. Mm-hmm. And he's smaller than me. Yeah. And he drinks less than me. Yeah. So uh, that's probably where it ended poorly. Also, maybe the fourth brewery going to White Salmon might have been bad. He was doing okay until he got into the car and it started moving. Yeah. He was like, I think I would have been fine until we started driving. (laughs) And uh, that was where uh, we pulled off some random exit off 84. And he puked out the windows. Disgusting. And then it was a dead-end street with a one-lane tunnel, and we were like, where did we just pull off? <laughs> you just pulled off into the hills, have I eyes. Like, Are we going to get murdered? <laughs> no, we just got back on the highway after the tunnel, but it was very strange. And then we uh, stopped off at a gas station and used one of those window squeegees to clean the side of the car off. Got him a cup. Yeah. Got him some Gatorade. Maybe some gum. Yeah, got him some gum. And, uh, you know, he vomited three more times on the way home, but we Ugh. had we had a cup. Oof. Big cup. Big, like a big gulp cup. And <laughs> they then used we, to have those buckets. Did you ever see a big gulp bucket? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it was it's not like a 7 Eleven, though. Or something it was like a that. random gas station that didn't have a lot of options. But, you know, once we got back, he, he laid on the couch and was fine. But it was just one of those things where four breweries in one day is tough, I think, even for the beer vets and us. Like, I was. I was loaded. Yeah. But I didn't did not vomit. The thing is, Mike, you you nailed it, dude. Don't keep up with anybody. You have to go at your own pace. Yep. I know my pace, and I will not push that pace cuz I'm not going to do it. Right. I know exactly where my limit is. Yeah. And I know when I'm getting close to it, okay, well, let's rein it back in here. And I think if you're just there like, "Oh, we're going to another place," you know, you uh, you could not get a beer there if you didn't want to, you know. Right. Although, but when you're also that drunk, you're also like, "Yeah, I could do another one." There's certain levels of drunkenness where you kind of stop caring about that limit. Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, but yeah, no. So he 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 went down for the count, and then we went to a story on Saturday and just did the two. 
happy to report that Bowie's food, since the last time I was there, seems to be back to what it was when I first time there. That's excellent. Last time I went, it was the Hood to Coast Day, which was not planned, by the way. And um, the food was really mediocre. And that was really disappointing because Bowie's food, to me, is incredible. Yeah, you like, usually have a good time out there. Some of the best food at a brewery I've had ever, plus the view and all the beer is good. Uh, and I was really disappointed. And I was like, I'm really just hoping because they've been so busy that it's just like the food maybe dropped a little bit because they've just been just going of quickly. Volume. And uh, I'm very happy to report that the food was fantastic again this time. So That's great. Uh, Bowie was amazing. Fort George, we only had a little appetizer to share. I tried the Regicide Imperial Bourbon Barrel Aged Out, of course. It was delicious. They got and, a lot of that stuff. And uh, Well, they only had one this oh. time. Oh, okay. You know, they're in their hazy IPA season with three way out uh, and yes, stuff like yes. that. So I got the Regicide, and that's, I think, all I got there. But Storia was a fun time. Did some walking on the waterfront as well. So, yeah, that was my weekend in beer. Lots of beer. Mine was definitely not as cool as yours. However, um, we did open the new tap room in Milwaukee on Saturday. Yeah. And some long hours for you. That's, uh, yeah, we're like, we're not even a week into it, but I feel so much better. You know, it's just construction woes, you know, you just normal stuff. We were, we missed it by day. We were shooting for Friday, but we got Saturday and the place looks great. It's aesthetically beautiful, but it kind of looks like the old place. Um, it's really nice. The reception has been great. We haven't really done a ton of social media for it, but as far as someone that eats, sleeps and breathes there all day, every day, um, I'm very glad that that is open. I feel like a giant lift has come off my, has come off my shoulders. Um, and we got a bunch of beer down there and I'm drinking different beers now from, uh, ye old breakside. Uh, but outside, so I did most, that's most been most of my weekend. I you did, said you were there for like nine hours on Friday and nine hours on Saturday. So. Yeah, Thursday and Friday were, were right. the rough days. Saturday <laughs> I was there for a little bit, went to a wedding out in Skamania, out at Skamania Lodge. Um, of it, It's one of our brewers, so we had drink Breakside beer. Uh, and they, they, coincidentally, it, w- it was really good. Yeah, we were drinking. Uh, coincidentally. Yeah, yeah, we were drinking <laughs> Breakside Pilsner, Wanderlust, and uh, this margarita beer that, that one of our brewers, Dylan, had made for his wedding. Oh, that's it. That's literally what it is. It I, is a margarita beer. Uh, that does not sound appealing to me. It's a beer that tastes like a margarita. That sounds even less appealing when you say it like that. It needs tequila. Oh, God. It was cool. Wait, so you put tequila in the <laughs> no, beer? No, 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 but I would like to put tequila in it. Like do a little like uh, drop shot in there? No, like literally just pour some tequila oh. in. I might even salt the rim. <laughs> okay. I might even put it on ice. Like I just don't like margaritas very much, so... Oh. Oh, well, then, of course, you hate this. If you like margaritas, this beer is awesome. <laughs> and I think the Deacon Pub's got it, and Milwaukee's got it on right now. So right. get out there. There you go. Uh, and then Sunday, I watched um, watched some Extreme Rules WWE, um, you know, because that was on on Sunday. And I drank a six-pack of Rippin'. Okay. While I watched that. There you go. Well, I was at the bar at, the, at Bridgetown, and... You know, you can get whatever's on draft. Nothing was really talking to me on draft, and I was looking through, and I was like... So you just went in and took the whole <laughs> six-pack like, out? Oh, there's some some decently fresh ripping. It was like 4th of July packaged. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have that. And I cracked one. I was like, ooh, this tastes really good. I'll have another one. Ooh, this... Yeah, I'll get one more. And I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to kill the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is looking at you like, really? I know. The bartender looks at me and goes, Patrick, are you... You just want me to charge you for the whole six pack? I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I was going to take the one home, and he was like, you really just going to take one home? I was like, all right, I'll shut her down with you. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing too crazy in my weekend beer, uh, like a work victory, I would say. So that was, that was really nice. And if you're in the Milwaukee area, and shout out to those of you in Milwaukee that listen to this podcast and have already been in the new tap room, uh, if you haven't yet, uh, please check it out. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, going this week might be a really nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the podcast today. And uh, I kind of want to start with, to remind you, the podcast is the Oregon Beer Tour Guide. When you have people coming to visit who want to go to breweries, where do you go? What's the best plan of attack, et cetera? Um, So the one for me that I start with always, always number one, Mm -hmm. is the Pearl District Beer Tour. Probably the most common. It's the most accessible. It's probably the most glitzy, too, I would say. Uh, probably. Yeah. So it's, it's slightly changed now because Bridgeport closed and that was included in my route when I did that when people came, but Slaptown's not far away. Yeah. It's a little bit of a hike, but you can, you could include it if you'd like. Sure. People, (laughs) you, you, what do you mean? You people just joking. It drives me crazy when people are like, Oh yeah. The one in the Pearl. I'm like, not in the Pearl. Yeah. Not in Uh, 23rd. (laughs) Not in the Pearl. Yeah. You want to go, you want to walk. What is it? Like. Eight blocks up and then like 15 blocks down, <laughs> then you can get to Slab Town. Uh, so that's the one I always bring people to first because it's easy to just walk around stumbling around after a bunch of breweries mm-hmm. when you're in like a five block radius. And now it's even just like a two block radius. Mm-hmm. Um, so before I used to bring my friends to Deschutes, Fatheads, Ten Barrel, and Bridgeport. That was my four. Yep. Now it's Deschutes, Backwoods, Von Ebert, Ten Barrel. And you can throw Rogue in, too, because Rogue's yeah. right across the street from Tenbrell if you want. I just like that as a great starter place because if they're new to the city, you get to show them the Pearl District, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the Pearl. But also, you get the most bang for your buck in a short amount of time, and you don't have to drive. You could just lift there and mm-hmm. just walk around and then lift home, and you're fine. Or if you drive, you can leave your car overnight in one of those garages, and it's super cheap, like $15 overnight, and then in the morning you can go get it. So I, that's always the first place I like to bring people. Plus, you get to shoot some Timberl, which are two of the the older breweries in the state uh, in terms of, at least in that area, and you get to show people those two places. That's kind of what I was going to touch on. I think I think that's, that's the right go-to easy spot to start. Um, it, you're right. Aesthetically, it's great because it's downtown and because it's downtown, these places have to have a little more, like I was saying, glitz and glamour to them. A little more, a little more pizzazz because you are, especially in the Pearl district, you know, things are trying to be trendy, but I think what's nice is it, and you touched on this, is it opens up to some history. You go to Deschutes, you know, Deschutes is one of those places that none of us are going to be here without Deschutes. You know, they are one of the founding fathers. And so that's a great place to start because not only do you get this cool place downtown, but you get a touch of history and you can, especially for you specifically, Mike, it's great for you because you're like first, first place I ever went to in town was here. And my favorite beer of all time is Black Butte Porter and blah, blah, blah. And you got that. And I think that's a really, really cool aspect about that. And their food's great. You got Ten Barrel as well, which has a rooftop. That's like the that's like the, the I don't know the the dance, you know, the party, yeah, you know. Yeah. Let's go there, and then you know you've got Backwoods, which is a new. I still haven't been to the spot yet, but it's you know a, a brewery trying to be an up and coming, trying to put their stamp on the town. Second location, second location. You can see that, and then if you listen to the podcast enough, someone that's on my list, you get Von Ebert as well, where you have fantastic beer, fantastic food in a giant space, so you feel like you never have to wait. There's n- as far as I've been, there's never a wait there. No, no, it's because the, ba- the place is huge. Right, the bar is usually pretty full, but you can get a table really easily. Yeah, and so I think in terms of ease and quality, you know, you can get Mirror Pond and Black Pete Porter anywhere, but some of those small batch brews at that Deschutes Armory 
are pretty under the radar. I think they're really, really. I think they make some good stuff there as well. They really do. That little second page on their menu, which is all their in-house stuff, the mm-hmm. small batch. Mm-hmm. Go take a look at That's that. That's usually next time what you I go. tend to drink when I go there. And and I think I think it's still worth going to Rogue. I mean, Rogue makes off the wall beers, and they've been doing it for a long time. And they've got some really cool stuff. And that their they food's do. not bad there. Yeah, either. in terms of like you know their organic, their farm. All that kind of stuff. There's spirits. That's that's where you can really show somebody how far Oregon beer has come. You can show them Rogue and say, hey, these guys were a brewery and now they own hop farms and they grow all of this, all of this different sort of different sort of farm life they have. Don't they own Rogue Creamery too? Yeah, the and, and they're making spirits. And so it's like this is where you can go. It's like a like a mini McMinimins type thing. Yeah. And you've got all that. In that area. And also, you're right next to Powell's Books if you want to go mm-hmm. and bring them to a generic touristy place as well. Uh, and there's other good restaurants. If you just want to drink and you want to eat somewhere else, I mean, you're in the Pearl. There's great sushi out there. There's mm-hmm. just good restaurants all over the place. So that's always my go-to number one place that I take people when they first come to the city. Because it gives you a, f- uh, a flair of Portland and some of the great classic breweries and some good new brewers, too. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think... There, there. It's so interesting too when you get into this. And I was trying to think to myself the best way to approach this. A lot of it depends on who you're, who's coming into town. You know, I mean, I have friends that live in Vancouver that if they were to come to me and say, "Hey, I want to go to some breweries in Portland. Where should we go?" Even some of them, I might take in the same route we just described. But I think there's other ways to look at it too. You know, first off, I like to ask, what "Kind of beer do you like?" If someone says, "You know, I'm really into like." barrel-aged saisons i'm like oh boy here we go do i have the place for you and you can go to upright which is right by the motor center and i know there's not a ton around it but you can also curate to what that specific style is you know oh you like barrel-aged stuff okay well then maybe we'll take you to upright modern times cascade cascade yeah you know you got that little that's Modern Times is decent, or uh, sorry, Upright's decently close to there. Um, but I always, I always like to curate by what kind of beer do you like. Someone says to me, you know, I really like lagers. Then it's like I will drive your booty out to uh, St. John's to Occidental. We'll drink there, and then we'll go to Wayfinder. And then if you really want, we'll keep this train rolling. And we'll go out to like Zoigel House or something. You mm. know what I mean? So I think I drove past Zoigel House the other day for so the first think, time in a while. So I think for me, a lot of it is a lot of I want to just. I'm willing to do the legwork. Like, I'm willing to drive places. I'm willing to bounce around town. But it takes the right kind of beer drinker to do that. Also, I mean, you got to be safe, right? So of course. Driving to the first place and then parking somewhere and walking is also a good option. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my second go-to is the Mississippi area. Yep. You can go to Ex Novo, drive there, because mm-hmm. it's a decently far walk from Ex Novo to Mississippi. Maybe not overly far, but you know what I mean. It's a big hill. Yeah. So you do you do that. And then you go park over by Mississippi, maybe down by Ecliptic. Then mm-hmm. you do Ecliptic and you do Stormbreaker. Yep. And you got three all in that little area up there on the North Williams, North Mississippi area. And you can kind of hit them all. Uh, there's also a Blue Star there. Again, if you're bringing people in town who want to go to somewhere that's very Portland, you can go Nissan to Blue Star. Food. Uh, there's also Russell Street Tavern is over in that yep. area. Not there's Tavern, also, Russell Street Barbecue. Yep. So you can. There's, a, there's also Prost at the top of the hill. I mean, I know it's a German beer bar, but Prost is is is, is a Portland beer staple. And Bridgetown Beer House is right there too. Well, don't go there. I I can't have people go in there. That'll that'll ruin the ambiance. <laughs> Even though you tell people about it on the podcast all the time. <laughs> well, it's one of those things. It's like when Californians come up and they're like, "Man, this place is nice," and you're like, "I know, don't move here." 
<laughs> don't ruin it for me i know i just had a friend move here from connecticut and i have yet to hang out with him because i had people visiting this weekend but he was like hey i'm here and i'm like welcome home <laughs> yay yay <laughs> more people uh but yeah so that that's my second one that i like to bring people to and i think we had brought my friends to their uh that area once before because it's again it's walkable but that's also so like the pearl district is touristy portland mm-hmm. and mississippi is kind of like local touristy Portland. That's what I call it. That's the exact term I use. <laughs> Cause like it's, it's otherwise known as bridge and tunnelers, mm. but that's a little more derogatory. Okay. So that, that's like, to me, it's like calling somebody a mouth breather. Well, I mean, I'm a bridge and tunneler. So, I mean, cause I, I live in Beaverton, there right? There you go. You window licking mouth breather. <laughs> so I, I think it's, it's a very kind, it's a place that kind of is the first foray into like, this is more what, East side Portland is like North and East Portland. Mm. Uh, but you're also going to get things that are very touristy there because it's kind of gentrified and popped up into being a neighborhood yeah. with luxury apartments and all that kind of stuff. So I like doing that as well. Um, and then elsewhere, it's tough. Like I want to bring people to Breakside, but none of the Breaksides are near other breweries. That's <laughs> how we like it. So in Slabtown, you're like, hey, we're here. I guess we can go to Salt and Straw. Well, there, or well, we there can... used to be a Lompoc. Go there to Matador. used to be a Lucky Lab, that is or true. there is still the Lucky Lab. Lucky Lab is there. There's yeah. the Lucky Lab there. There used to be the Lompoc, and there's the McMinimins. I mean, there's there. That's true. That's true. That's funny. Sadly, but I don't usually bring people to McMinimins as like a, a beer tour thing. Know, isn't that weird? It's weird because it'd be a cool place to go, but I always keep I just them, never think about it for some reason. I always keep McMinimins on my radar for people that want to be beer tourists because I guarantee you they've never seen anything like it. Right. You take someone to Kennedy school, they're going to be like, this is a brewery. Like, yeah, this is how we do breweries in Portland. Not really. Not really. Just how these guys do it. (laughs) But it's pretty amazing. Everyone else does breweries almost exactly the same as we found out in the brewery. Look, I mean, I mean, I, I could sit here and argue that going to Kennedy school or going to Edgefield or even like, when you're in the Pearl, like we completely skipped over Ringler's, you know, which is right there, or Al's Den, which is McMinnon's. They own that Burnside 405 block. Yep. And you can be like, yeah, this brewery that started in the 80s now owns this bar right here. This concert hall. Ringler's. They own the concert hall on the second floor and the third floor of this place. Oh, and down the street, there's a bar that goes underground, Al's Den, and there's this really nice cafe here, Zoe's Cafe. Oh, and the hotel that sits on top of it, that's a brewery. And I think that would blow people's minds. And so I always try to keep McMinimins in mind. You know, some, sometimes I point. like the I... beer, sometimes I don't like the beer. But with McMinimins, I mean, I, 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 don't mean to, I don't mean to call out you know, our distinguished guest when we did the McMinimins, but you could tell, I asked him the question, where does beer rank on your list of priorities? And he said, number one, but I don't think any of us believed that. And that's okay for them. And as a tourist in Portland beer, you're never going to see anything in They're America. They're balancing a lot of plates. Exactly. And I think that's fine. But I think as a tourist, you are never going to see anything like that. And it is so, I would be blown away if I was visiting my buddy in Denver and he was like, yo, check this out. I'd be blown away that is a good point and i i just i should put it in my rotation in my head of a place to go i just never think to do it mm-hmm. um and that's that's my fault but yeah you're right there is the mcminimins there there's the mcminimins mcminimins bottle shop right there and that lucky lab all near the the 23rd break side um and then you know you can kind of do kind of what you were saying very specific types of beer you can kind of travel mm-hmm. all over the east side and, and do little 
kind of pockets here and there. Uh, but it's not too hard to do like culmination, barrelic, wayfinder. You know, those are kind of all in generally in the same area. Someone's got to drive, yeah. or you're spending a lot on lift. But. Right, exactly. So that's kind of that's kind of where I like to start when people visit, and then if they're willing to drive, uh, Hood River, obviously we mentioned, mm-hmm. and then so Hood River now has those three plus it has um logsdens up in the hill somewhere up there right or did they move well they they brew up there still i think but they've got their spot in washugal now okay but what's the place that you went to that had like the barn that the very famous picture of the barn that's up behind oh, River? Uh, solera yeah so that also that's is out in, the, in parkdale that's in the but it's in the same kind of area yeah. right yeah yeah so you could do Double Mountain Frame Ferment. I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, oh, right, that picture you have on everything. Yes. Uh, Solera. And you can go White Salmon and do everybody's. Mm-hmm. And if you're really feeling a little brave, you can go down to Carson and to... Um, Stevenson. Stevenson and do the original Backwoods and Walking Man and just go crazy if you want. That's a lot of driving. Get down to Washugal, hit 5440. Yeah. And Logston. And then our buddies at Grains of Wrath and Canvas. Just keep going. And you're in Vancouver. <laughs> Hey, there's hey, there's actually we're talking about we're talking about neighborhood stuff, you know, with Mississippi or the Pearl District or, you know, me trying to fight for 23rd area Uh, downtown Vancouver. That's a lot of brewery hopping. There's a lot of brewery hopping from 25th down to the river and then probably a radius of six blocks east to west. You can hit, let's see, Trapdoor, Doomsday, Heathen, Lewitt, Trusty. I'm sure I'm missing somewhere. That's five breweries. Yeah, that's kind of like what well, that's the four is usually enough, right? right? Five is like, oh god, <laughs> what right? Are we but doing? then there's also Tap Union, which is a, which is a cool tap house downtown. There's Thirsty Sasquatch that's downtown as well. I mean, that's seven beer places in a twenty block radius. Like I know we're talking about Oregon Portland beer here, but I think that downtown Vancouver strip and some of those guys make good beer. I think Lewitt makes good beer. I've had some good beer at Trusty. They're not super diverse, but what they make is pretty good. And who doesn't love an awesome thousand different kinds of hazy IPAs like Trapdoor makes? Everybody loves Everybody that. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves Everybody that. loves that. That is true. So you could do one hell of a day. You could. You should probably, safety reasons, you should probably make it two days. But if you really want to go nuts and you have a designated driver who's not drinking, you could do the, the three in Hood River. I'm going to skip Solera because it's kind of out of the way. Yeah. But if you want to go there, you can. The three in Hood River, cross the bridge, everybody's backwoods, walking man, 5440, <laughs> grains of wrath, Vancouver, home. <laughs> Yeah. Hell, stop in Portland on the way home too. Yeah. Might as well at that point. Brace that decoms on the way to my house. <laughs> you should probably you should probably do two days for that. But I don't uh, think I could do that even if I had a driver. One beer at each place. You could do one beer at each place. Yeah, I could do one beer at each. A place. sample will try at each place. Yeah, it's like what two that. beers? Yeah. Yeah. So you could do that. The problem is, is you're going to go to a place and want to try three beers because you like all their options, and you're going to forget in the future that you have seven other breweries to go to. Yeah. And knowing both of us, that would happen because it would be like, ooh, this one's really good. I want a pint of this. Yeah. I think when you're I'm, at stop one at Double Mountain, you have three pints. You're like, oh, God, this uh, is going to have a bad stop or <laughs> bad, bad start. I think uh, I think the moral of this story is, is something that, you know, might just be the infrastructure that is Oregon beer. You know, I mean, you go down to Bend and, you know, the last time I was down, I was down there last summer and, you know, I did a little mini tour myself. Mm-hmm. Good life. I went to. What I do, I did Good Life, New Boneyard, and New Sun River. 
You know, and Ten Barrels across the street from Sun River, and Crux isn't that far. My wife and I went a couple of years ago when we were driving to San Francisco. We spent a night there, and we just walked, and we did yeah. Deschutes. There's the Deschutes downtown. There's we did Deschutes. We old, did Old St. Francis. McMinimins is downtown, too. Immersion, I think, is one. We did that. We did Crux. We did Good Life. We did Sun River, and we did another one, too. There's Silver Moon, Ben Brewing, you know, Ale Apothecary. There's all this stuff down there. Worthy. Worthy. Although they're kind of a drive. They're a bit out of the downtown area. but So you can go to Bend. And then my, my last thought was the coast. If you want to do it, it's again, it's a driving day. But you could you could get this done, plus you get the beautiful 101 drive. You could go to Newport and go to the original mm-hmm. Rogue. Yep. Or hell, you can even go to Yahats and go to Yahats Brewing. Yep. Go to Rogue. There's actually two Rogues in the Newport area. Okay. Well, pick one probably. Yeah, there's the big is, one, and then there's a tiny little pub. This is the long day. Uh, then you drive up to Pacific City, and you get the original Pelican. Then you can go to Tillamook, and you can stop uh, at... You're going to do Tillamook first. Pacific Sorry, City. no, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I was thinking Lincoln City. Continue. I, just, I just did that, yeah. Continue. You do the original Pelican uh, at Pacific City. You can go up to Tillamook, and you can do a second Pelican if you really want to. <laughs> um, and then you can also do uh, DeGuard for some sours. Mm-hmm. Then you can drive up to Cannon Beach and do another Pelican if you want. <laughs> and then you can do uh, Public Coast as well in Cannon Beach. And then, hell, you can go up. There's a couple in Seaside, and you can go up to Astoria and do Boo in Fort George. I mean, and you can do cro- a whole one cross over to, to Long Beach and hit North Jetty there, too. Oh, yeah. Is that right over there? Yep. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that's where it was. So yeah, that's that's a whole one hundred and one. You can do a beautiful drive up the coast, and you can stop at multiple breweries. Again, probably two days. You can maybe find a nice place to stay and have a night on the beach, have right. a bonfire. But that's the good thing is that there's all these pockets. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out on the east side that we're not really thinking about. I mean, I don't travel out to like Mount Tabor, Montevilla neighborhoods, but I'm sure there's something around there you can do. Probably. I think I think Nation and Coalition are pretty close to migration. Or sorry. Uh, culmination which is decently close to migration so culmination migration nation and coalition coalition oh my god that's so confusing right i think they're all kind of in the same area (laughs) i think they are too yeah they're all kind of in that like cesar chavez sandy Sandy, well over the highway from sandy area like that kind of area i think they're all kind of over there somewhere yeah but yeah so that's kind of Options, but I would say option number one. I think this is the default for anybody whose first trip to Portland is happening. Is you should do the Pearl. That should yeah. be your first one, no matter what. And then, then from there, you can deviate to whatever they like or where you like to go. I mean, you could be selfish here. You don't have to be just like tagging along to breweries you don't like to go to because they like to go there. You can also be yeah. a little selfish and and choose places you enjoy. I also think we have a lot of like niche breweries in this town. You know, if somebody I really like hazy IPAs, okay, well you can take them to Great Notion. You know, if you really want to, or Trapdoor up in Vancouver, you know. Oh, I really like, you know, I really like specialty things like sours. And, you know, you can go to places that have little ones, but sometimes it's cool to blow people away with that stuff. So, yeah, location's nice, but I also think, you know, asking what people like is a big thing, too. Well, there it is. There is your Oregon beer tour guide episode. If you've got... How to be a tour guide. How to be a... I don't know what we're going to name this. We're gonna, we'll figure it out. You'll see it when you click How on the podcast. How tour people organ beer. Uh, visitors beer tour guide. I turn Russian for some reason. Um, yeah, we'll figure. You'll see. You'll know what it is because you're going to click on the episode and see the name. And we're just idiots trying to figure it out while recording it. Uh, but yeah, if you've got any places that we missed that you like going to or places that you go to, let us know. Appears on us on Instagram or on our personal social media pages as well. Coming up next, we've got beer of the week. It is Patrick's choice this week. I am very thirsty and intrigued, so I'm very excited. That is next here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. 
Beer of the Week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And because we're not going to get it in, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Whoa. I didn't think there was going to be any natural time for it. It always happens. Not always. Ye of little faith. Sometimes I have to throw it in at the very end, so I wanted to put it at the very beginning this time. Ye of little faith. Our Beer of the Week is In My Hand, which means, and it's easy to hold, which means it's in a small can. And would you like to share what the beer is today, sir? Oh, sure. Why not? I kind of teased it a little earlier without teasing it. Mike always gives away the teases way too hard. Um, But I was talking about if you were wanted to do lagers, you could go out to St. John's and drink Occidental beer. So I chose, I actually have not had this before, which is strange to me because it is one of my favorite, if not my favorite style of lagers. It is their Edel Hell Hellas Lager from Occidental Brewing in St. John's, Oregon. See, uh, you're saying I give up my teases way too easily. That that wasn't a tease. That was part of our segment. No, no. You usually do like this. It was like, yeah, I was at Von Ebert today. Hint, hint, maybe beer of the week. And you're like, you just told them what your beer of the week is. Well, no, Mike. I told them maybe what the brewery was, <laughs> but not what the beer was. Okay, my apologies. This Either was way, like back to Occidental. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the Edel Hell, Edel Hell? Edel, Edel Hell, I'm going with Edel. Sure. Okay. Um, I actually haven't had Occidental beer in a little while, so I'm excited to uh, to get in on this. Um, they released this, I want to say, maybe six months ago or something. They started can. They usually do the Tall Boys and the single color. I love their branding, by the way. The single color Tall Boys of their different kinds of beers. Uh, this one has stripes on it, blue and white stripes. It's a 12-ounce can instead of their 16-ounce cans, and it says, This is our Hellas Lager. As Bavaria's answer to Pilsner, Hellas is a delicate and refreshing straw-colored lager. Edel means noble and refers to a kiss of classic noble hops, Tettinger, that finish this beer's subtle balance of malt, yeast, and hop flavors, 5%. Uh, so I just took my first two sips because, I, like I said, I was thirsty. I wasn't lying. I actually am thirsty. <laughs> I need water or beer. <laughs> I'm dying of thirst. I'm dying of thirst, as Kendrick Lamar would say. Um, this is way more balanced of a Hellas Lager than I think I remember having in a long time. Yeah. It's... Uh, well, there's some malt presence there. That's I think that's kind of why I'm throwing that out there is I feel like this is just solid straight down the middle, delicious, crisp yeah. lager with a little bit more malt profile, which hits me better. Mm-hmm. So I'm liking it better. This is really good. Yeah, I like I said, I hadn't had this before. And yeah, I mean, tons of times I taste Hellas and I always want just a touch more malt character to it. Uh, and this the malt character comes across quite nice. Um, I've always been a fan of Occidental beers, but like I said, for some reason, no reason other than just randomness, I hadn't had their beer in a while, and this is a nice introduction back into their brewery. This is our second time having them as our beer of the week. I feel like we had them like week one or two of our episodes. That's what I was thinking as well, which is why I grabbed this. I think our first episode we did, our beer of the week was the Alt Beer from from Occidental, Occidental, which is one of my favorite, one of my First Portland loves of beer. I think that might have been it. Yeah, I think that was our first episode. So there it is. Yeah. A nice little ending of the chapter. Chapter one, year one, bookended by two Occidental Beer of the Weeks. I don't drink Occidental very often. I don't don't know if it's because I don't see them in the supermarket that much. Because most of my beer shopping happens at the supermarket, whether it's New Seasons or Albertsons or wherever. I just don't know if I see them as often as... I feel like I should. You should see them at like a new seasons. You should see their tall cans. You know, the alt beers, the Tiffany blue, 
which I still don't know how they get away with it, but I love it. They've got a, they've got a Hefeweizen that's a yellow. Uh, the Pilsner is red. They have a Kolsch too, I believe. I just don't know if at my local new seasons I've seen it. I'll I just, think the Kolsch is yellow and the Hef's like more like an orange. I'll, I'll look a little closer next time I go there and see if I can find one. Usually I see a lot of Heater Allen, which kind of hits this style. Yeah. And I see a lot of, uh, not a lot, but I see some Zoggle House as well there, mm-hmm. which kind of, again, fills their their kind of niche of the the German style beers. But I I want more Occidental. Hell, I want to go to Occidental. Yeah, you should. It's really great. It's right on the water, too. Right? No, it's not quite on the or water, like but the I mean, it's under the bridge. It's under the St. John's Bridge. I When I first moved back to Portland, uh, so this is 2013, when I first moved back home, I moved out to St. John's, and it's so funny, too, because like I'm just hophead. I will only drink hoppy beers. Not only, but it's like hoppy beers or Rainier. You know, if like, if, why do I want a lager? I'll just drink a Rainier. Right. And I used to be dark beers only, maybe a red or an amber. <laughs> yeah. And somebody was, you know, I was chatting with people and I was like, oh, well, what's good beer in town? They were like, oh, there's a brewery down at the bottom of the hill, down under the bridge. And I was like, sweet. I'm going to go check that out. And I walked in the door and it was Occidental. And I was like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this giant hill. So you like, you got to walk up the hill afterwards. And I was just like, so defeated. But then I kept going back and I was like, oh, I really like this Alt beer. And as some other, you know, they they did like a Dunkelweiss, and I had that, and I was like, that was really good too. And I slowly started to kind of appreciate, and still wasn't really a lager drinker at the time, but it was able to appreciate somebody that I I thought at the time was making good beer, and it was a cool place because it was just like a little warehouse that you drink beer in. This might be my favorite Hellas lager that I've had. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I know the hell... From Wayfinder is is very popular with you. I mean, that's just popular in the town too. But I, I and I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And there's been some others that I've tried. Like I had Bowie's Hellas Lager. I think this week. This I, li- I like Bowie's Hellas a lot. This is my favorite Hellas that I've had nice. so far in this town. I think the malt presence comes through more so than I would say any of those other ones do. Yeah, I think that's what's kind of pushing it over the and edge. And it still for me. finishes clean and crisp. Yep, it's not. There's no. There's no like negative aftertaste of malt, which I know some people find the negatives of it like really kind of heavy or really bready or maybe even sweet or syrupy, depending on the type of beer you have. It just comes through in the middle and it finishes clean and it starts clean. It's really, really, really good. Well done, Occidental. Thank I you. I like this a lot. From would, week one to week 52. And maybe we can come out and do a takeover episode, even though I don't think you guys listen to us because we have not seen anything in regards to you yet. <laughs> well, who knows? I'll take a picture and post it. And tag them in and it. Tag them. Be and like, say Mike wants hey, to go do a podcast takeover episode hey, here. Hey mofos. Hey mofos. This picture's gonna look cool. I like that you're sticking the can in the glass. Yeah. Is that like a stylistic thing that people do? Nope. Just just popped in my head right now. That's a that's a P Harris special. Yep. Sunglasses are in the back too. <laughs> well, of course they <laughs> of are. Of course they are. That is a P Harris special. <laughs> I didn't notice, but they were just sunglasses there. are for beer, right? That's your hashtag. hashtag. All right, so that's going to do it for us today. Next week's episode will 95% be Grains of Wrath for our celebration of one year of beers on us. I am in comunicado with Senor Hunsker. And I need to make sure we can get the equipment to go on location. And beyond that, we should be good to go. I also have another thing to throw out. Okay. Next week is also OBF. Oh, right. Didn't we go to that last year together? Yeah. What if we took the equipment with us... And like satcheled it around your shoulder, and we just walked around with headsets on and drank for a day. 
talking to each other while drinking. I don't. Is that bad radio? Yes. Dang it. Also, there's no satchel. It's a large, gigantic case. Well, no, we don't carry the case. You just carry the little box with us and don't drop it. Or spill beer on it. That sounds like a terrible idea. No, it's not. It's doable. Because you realize there's going to be like 5,000 people there all spilling their beer everywhere, waiting in long lines. Okay, well, if you think it's a good idea, please let Mike Lynch know at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter that that would be great radio. Or not. Podio. Podio. (laughs) Podio. That would not be great podcast. Either way, maybe we should do something for OBF. It is OBF. You know. There's lots to say about festivals. Sometimes we hate them. Sometimes we don't. This one kind of sucks, but I go to it every year. Like, I don't know. I got really drunk there last year. Yeah, we all Because I had drunk. all, like, 9% beers. <laughs> yeah, because you're a weirdo. Yeah, because it's delicious. It was also really, 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 really hot. Yeah. Hopefully, Ugh. it's not going to be that way this I'm going to check the weather right now. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's coming up next week. or It's going to be hot. Okay. That's coming up next week or the week after, depending on when schedules work out. Uh, but thank you so much for listening to one full year of, of podcast with, with us two idiots. It's been a lot of fun so been far. Great ride. And uh, hopefully it keeps going in the same way, shape, and form as we've been able to do it, plus improvements. So uh, thank you so much for sticking around through for the entire year. And uh, we'll keep coming up with creative and interesting ways to present beer, local beer, and maybe more national beer as we keep spreading our wings a little bit to you every single week. We will see you next week for the beginning of year number two. Deuces. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 